0: Greatest. i hate going in the grocery store in the middle of the day so many underly people you know what that means you can't find any good handicap spots hi welcome to judd Earbuds, buds the only podcast that keeps you warm at night and i'm sitting here on zoom with a new guest one of my favorite uh podcast hosts actually one of the most professional podcasts that i've ever been on she is a, not only a podcaster, but she is uh, in psychology, and she also was on My Favorite Murder Without Killing Anybody. Welcome to the podcast, Stacy Nye. How are you doing, Stacey? Good, Judd. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's a blistering, like maybe nine degrees outside right now, so I'm so happy to be inside. But We've
1: really had quite a cold snap here, like below you know, zero weather. I think it's, it's actually, it's actually 14 degrees, a balmy 14.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Get the, get the sunscreen out. It's 14 now. Yes. But Stacey, you're a podcaster. So you're on, you're my guest this time. So it's a little bit different for you, but for all the joining your listeners, what is your podcast that you have?
1: So my podcast is called the shit that happens to me. And it is a little over a year old now. So I started it last December, December 2019. And yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a kind of a storytelling podcast. I interview people and the main theme is you, you guessed it, the shit that happens to me. But um, it's not just the shit that happens to me, It's the shit that happens to my guests. So guests come on and there's maybe a theme of injuries. That was what your, your yep. episode was about. There was an episode about like um, childbirth. There was a love episode. I mean, really anything anyone wants to talk about, I can create an episode about it.
0: That's awesome. So where did you come up with the idea that you wanted to do this podcast about crazy stories?
1: Well, John, I'm so glad you asked. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. It all started... In May of 2019, it probably started before then, but I am a listener of the My Favorite Murder podcast. And back before COVID, they went around the world doing live shows. I mean, they became, Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hartstack became so popular that they started going around and doing these live shows. And they started doing this thing when they had a live show is they would call someone up from the audience to tell a hometown murder. And they had all these rules, like you couldn't be too drunk and you had to be in the town that they were in and blah, blah, blah. So I got my tickets for this and I ended up, you know, like getting tickets like pretty quickly. And I was in like, I don't know, maybe the sixth row center of the Riverside Theater. And I thought to myself, um, I, I might get called up. I could get called up. You know, there's 2000 people there, but I decided that I could get called up. And so I um, did some research on murders in my area, you know, in, in Milwaukee, and um, I practiced telling my story. I bought a new outfit, which isn't that big of a deal because I buy new outfits all the time anyway, <laughs> you know, loaded on the jewelry, like usually Georgia, it, like pick someone and she often comments on what people are wearing. Okay. And so I wore this very sparkly kind of like thing. And in the meantime, my, one of my adult sons kept saying to me, mom, you're not going to get called up. (laughs) And I kept going, "I, I could get called up. Like I'm kind of lucky sometimes. So I was all ready and the time came where Georgia looks out into the audience and I saw her see me, which was amazing. And I, all of a sudden, and I was there alone, by the way, like my husband doesn't listen, you know, my kids weren't interested. So I was like there alone. Yeah. Some of my students were also in the audience, but I was sitting by myself and I see her see me. And then uh, like a second later, she like literally points to me and goes, you, and I go me. And she goes, you, <laughs> you with the vest. Cause it looked like I had a vest on. So I went up on stage and told my story and ended up saying something I didn't even realize was funny. I told a story about this guy who killed his wife and you know the next day his kids came down and he looked at his kids and said oh don't go in the living room and bother your mom she's resting and the whole audience went just what you just did they all went oh and and I and I looked at the audience and I said yeah like what a crumb and I, I didn't even like knew what I know what I said. It just came out of my mouth. And, and then everyone starts laughing and I look over and I'm standing on stage with these two women and Karen Kilgariff is a comedy writer. She's written like all kinds of like TV shows and she's hysterical laughing. Now, if you can make Karen Kilgariff laugh, you've said something really special. Yeah. And she looks out at the audience and she goes, yes, what a fucking crumb. (laughs) And I finished my story. And the next day, like the whole, my social media blew up at me. Like I had four, like over 400 people who had been at the show tagging me on Facebook and telling me what a great story I told. I mean, I've always been a storyteller, but I didn't realize I was that good. So... (laughs) I spent the next few weeks thinking, well, I, maybe I should do a podcast. And, you know, I'm a psychologist mm-hmm. and my husband's been wanting me to do a professional podcast for the longest time. And I kept saying, no, I don't want to do that. That's boring. <laughs> That's I've done that, you know, so many years now. I'm just going to do a funny podcast. And it, I don't know, it just came to me, the shit that happened because getting called up on stage was literally some of the shit that happens to me.
0: That's, that's great. And, and what a crumb is such like a saying that you don't really hear very often, but when you do it, the timing for it, perfect. I love that. That's amazing.
1: And I, you know, people can like my, one of my students said to me the next day, like, I thought maybe you said that because you didn't want to swear on stage. And I said, no, I don't have any problems swearing on stage. I literally, it just came out of my mouth. It's not like I say it even that often. No. Now I say it because now it's my tagline. But yeah, I, um, and I, you might see I'm wearing a shirt now.
0: What says, a hashtag, crumb. I yeah. swear I didn't set you up for that. But that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty amazing. <laughs> For those for those who don't listen to the podcast, she's wearing a shirt to say, what a pot what a crumb.
1: Yeah. What a
0: crumb. Which is what a
1: crumb.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, your podcast is on all the wherever you wherever you're listening to this right now, go find her podcast. It's the shit that shit
1: that happens. to me Yep. Yes.
0: And it's a it's a great podcast. Also follow her on social media. It's a good follow. She posts uh, some very funny stuff um, and some, some great stories, uh, little snippets of the stories on Instagram and all the social media. So Thank go you, check Jeff. that out. It's, it's very well. Now, you also are in psychology. So what, we can kind of talk about that. Like what? How long have you been a psychologist?
1: Well, probably since I came out of the womb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was probably born a psychologist. But no, I've been boy close to 30 years now. I'm, I'm kind of old. Um, But I've been here in Milwaukee about 26 years now and have had a private practice for probably that long. I also work at the university. So I um, supervise grad students and run the psychology clinic as a training clinic at the university. So it's low fee therapy. And um, I, like I said, I run the clinic and I supervise grad students.
0: I mean, that's gotta be very like, fulfilling you know it doing is. that. it's really fun yeah, yeah. That's the students awesome. are
1: really fun yeah
0: so I'm guessing you you learn a lot about the brain and and what all goes into it and and everything like that so you you wanted to know you knew that you want to do that when you were young
1: well I was like always the person that people came to with their problems you know and, including my mom And so I was just always just always fascinated talking to people, always wanted to help people. And all of my friends came to me with their, you know, love problems or any kind of problems. And so, yeah, I kind of felt like this was the path for me. If I didn't if I didn't get into graduate school, I my backup plan was to be a professional shopper. So it's really (laughs) it's really a good thing I got into grad
0: school. Well, they have professional shoppers now. Yeah. Kevin Hart's one just got arrested.
1: Kevin Hart's personal shopper got arrested.
0: Yes, Kevin Hart's personal shopper just got arrested because he the dude like took the card and like spent, I, I don't know, like <laughs> a million dollars that spent he Kevin spent Kevin
1: Hart's money
0: of Kevin Hart's oh, money. Yes, okay. yeah,
1: I, I wouldn't do that, but I would just spend all of my earnings on you know my own stuff. So I it wouldn't be very lucrative for me probably. all right what's
0: what what what's something you splurge on what's something that you go out and get your, you're like hey Stacy needs something today. what are you getting?
1: <laughs> you asked me this on my on the episode you came <laughs> on to me like what's the thing when you make it big you're gonna go by I mean I'm um... not even
0: make it big like, what do you splurge on like what is something like you like for me oh, the, in general yeah just in general like for me it's oh. shoes. I have a lot of shoes for for a guy I shouldn't have that many shoes.
1: Are you one of these guys that when like Nike drops a new shoe, you have to buy it?
0: I don't do that. So I don't buy the new ones, but I will, I know like when they drop a new shoe, I drop, I buy like special, I don't even know how to describe it. It sounds so stupid when I say it out loud. Special
1: shoes? Let me hear about that.
0: I have these shoes that are not, they're not air when you're not sitting on air, you're sitting on tiny uh, rubber balls or like soft balls on there. And that was yep. just like a prototype that Nike came out with and it didn't really catch on too much. So they're kind of obsolete and they're going a different way. So I was like, Oh, those are kind of like, cool. So I like, and got those and I have like certain, I have like golf shoes that don't look like golf shoes as like normal shoes, but they have like spikes on the bottom. There's a lot of different stuff. But okay. What's, what's one thing that cool. you splurge on that just in your normal life?
1: Well, one thing, I mean, I've always just loved to love sweaters. Sweater. I love sweaters. And um, I just, I just had this whole issue with a sweater that I bought at Nordstrom. It was the, it was probably the most I've spent on a sweater in my life. And I just thought, fuck it. Uh, Can I swear on this podcast? You can swear. (laughs) Fuck it. Like um, I've been in my house for a year. I'm just going to spend, I think it was like $115. It was some brand that, you know, like some of the young people buy. And I think yeah. I, I deserve a sweater like that. Why yeah. not? Mix, you know, silly logic. So it's this wool sweater and it came and it was this big. Like you, your listeners can't see me. It's like the size of a toddler sweater. <laughs> so I think what happened is, and there were no tags on it and it smelled like perfume. So I think someone bought the sweater and washed it, you know, wool and yeah. like felted it and shrunk it and they and then they sent it back and for whatever reason Nordstrom sent it to me like this and oh my god I was livid but then I you know I sent it back and I got a new one so that's something but I I will buy anything Judd I'll buy sweaters I'll buy coats I bought a couple of coats at the beginning beginning of the pandemic I've only worn one of them because where are you gonna go where am I going to go? Yeah. Right. It's, it's too, it's like a furry thing. And so it's too fancy to wear out to let the dogs out. Um, I feel,
0: I feel like since the pandemic, everyone's wardrobe has changed to lounge wear. like things that are yeah. more comfy than I have more pairs of like sweatpants than I've ever yeah. had in my entire life.
1: There's a name for it. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's like all, alt leisure. All leisure? That's like uh, a l t. A-A-L-T-H, A- I don't know, E-I-S-U-R-E. Like you can like Google that. Like okay. that's like the fancy name for loungewear.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say I'm just more like an
1: ultimate
0: whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, that, I, I feel like the pandemic has been going on for seven years. I feel like it's the oldest thing <laughs> possible. All right, Stacey, you want to hear fun of that? I turned 30 yeah. in two days
1: congratulations wow yeah how are you feeling about that
0: I don't know yet this is like my last week in the 20s so I feel like I'm not even I'm like wasting it I'm not even doing anything crazy
1: oh yeah because of the pandemic you mean yeah so what would you be doing if it wasn't a pandemic
0: so I always wanted I was for my 30th birthday I wanted to do a comedy roast and have all my comedian friends come up and we do a roast and yeah. roast you I, yeah, roast me and then yes. roast themselves, roast the other comedians. Because so I think it would be fun. I think people would love to go there. I would just, like, invite all my friends. I'd pay for it all. I wouldn't even have them, like, pay money to go see it. Just have them all come out and have a huge party for it. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, now I got nothing.
1: Didn't the Laughing Tap open or did they close again? Laughing
0: Tap opened for a bit. Then they closed back down for a bit. But they're back okay. open and they're having local comedians. Okay. So, Don't tell the show that I produce will be back. We have stuff on the for the summer that we're gonna try to do and different ideas. So yeah, we're we're gonna be back full force hopefully in the next few months. And yeah. And uh yeah, bring some bring some laughs into much needed (laughs) world right now. So I mean for
1: sure, COVID birthdays suck. Yeah. They really, they really suck.
0: Well, yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to do yet for it. Probably just uh, order a fancy dinner, maybe something like that. I don't know.
1: From See where? Myself. What kind of fancy meal?
0: I like I like uh, pasta. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm Italian or not, but I love pasta <laughs> okay. and I like wine. So I'll do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like a good date. <laughs> date by myself. Yeah. But so, are you a murder fan or are you a true crime fan? Both. Okay.
1: I, I, I enjoy true crime and I enjoy, you know, mysteries. In fact, okay. like any, any mystery on TV or to read, I want to watch that. And in fact, my, my son said to me once when we were trying to find a movie, he goes, why does everything you want to watch have to have murder in it? <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know. That's just, I don't know why it just is.
0: I love true crime too, because I do so much with comedy all the time that true crime is kind of just like an escape where I can just like, oh, this is just a story that's playing out. Yeah. The new one on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel. Have you seen that one?
1: I haven't seen that yet. A lot of people are talking about it. Have you seen it?
0: Yes, I've seen it. And you will like it. Yeah. Because it also has some psychology that goes into it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Is it and a
1: documentary or is it a... It's
0: a documentary. Well, the okay. Cecil Hotel, I mean, this has been a long time ago, but my brother lives yeah. in Hollywood. So he's the hotel's in Hollywood and it's not in a good part of town. It's like on Skid Row. Yeah. But also it's like such an old building that they can't be a newer building to have your prices go up. So they can't like say, Oh, the hotel's going to be this much. They can only, you know, charge you this yeah. much Okay. so that there's just like sketchy people that live there. Yeah. A lot of people that come from out of town don't know that. And they get these oh. cheap hotels.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And
0: uh, yeah, a lot of sketchy, sketchy stuff goes on in these hotels. They used to call it the Death Hotel. I don't think Okay. Be, but yeah. Huh. Okay. Check it out.
1: Yeah, I will. It's on, on my list.
0: <laughs> you have a full list.
1: I have a list of all the murder shows that I want to watch. Yeah, for sure.
0: What about murder podcasts? Which other ones besides my favorite murder? You I'm going
1: to tell you, like, I don't have time to listen to podcasts anymore.
0: Really? Uh,
1: I mean, kind of, because I used to listen in my car, mm-hmm. and so I'm not in my car anymore. And when I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm, you know, editing my own podcast. Mm-hmm. I also have an Audible subscription, so I do listen to audiobooks. Okay, but I will say, I my favorite murder. I really like the Criminal podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, with uh, Phoebe Judge, uh, she's great, and she has a very unique voice and people make fun of her voice. Um that's kind of funny. And um you know I've listened to like the serial podcast. Yeah. Like I like horror too. And I've listened to some of the like fictionalized podcasts where you you're not sure if like you think it could be like a documentary or a true crime but it's like fake. Like yeah. The Black Tapes is one of them and those guys did like that and they did Rabbits and they did Tannis and They were just kind of like creepy you know but they acted like they were real reporters and stuff
0: yeah there was there used to be a girl that i used to hang out with that she would put something like that on but it wasn't it wasn't a podcast but it was like people telling scary stories that could be true that would not i don't know if they were but that was she she did that to sleep like that's what she slept to she's like do you mind if i put on something and I'm like, no, and she puts it on and then falls asleep. And then I there I am wide awake listening to this <laughs> scary story.
1: So there's like a very, there's like a very popular meme about like, they're called, like they call themselves murderinos, the people who listen to the, my favorite murder that, you know, they don't want to watch the news or something or, but they'll listen to, you know, like CSI or murder crime thing to fall asleep to. There's something, it's something about like, I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of exposure therapy. Like you're like, we're all we're like, I'm afraid of getting murdered, you know, just like the next person. So maybe if you hear about it enough, you're going to like feel like you're going to learn some tips so that you don't get murdered. I don't know, but <laughs> that's what I, I mean, I go to, I'm watching sinner right now. Okay. The show sinner on Netflix and this is what I'm falling asleep to.
0: Yeah. So It's, it's weird. There's, yeah. so there's a podcast. I listen a lot of crime podcasts just because I'm, yeah. I work as a graphic designer I work and I can just listen to it all day That's and I nice can, The one I listened to recently that just ended Was called The Apology Line yeah. Which was an experiment That some guy did in the 70s That in New York He had a place where you could Call in and apologize to anything He wouldn't talk about the police But he released the tapes So you could listen to like, people Over the radio just Listen oh. to people apologize to things and then, uh, and this is real. This is real. This is real. That and then there was a guy on there that would call every single week and he'd say he murdered this person and go into detail and apologize for it and then do it again and, and do it all this again. Uh, yeah, but so it was like it was like this wild thing that, that happened and it's all true. And yeah, wow, it's crazy. It's called the it's crazy. apology line, I believe.
1: I mean, there's so many true crime podcast right now and there's so many comedy podcasts so like a lot of podcasts
0: I know there's it's like people like to do it I think they like to hear their own voice
1: I've become rather enamored with my own voice (laughs) (laughs) you know when you first hear it you're like oh I sound like that and now I'm just like yeah that's me
0: (laughs) for me it's still to the point where I'm like oh I should have said something here or I should have shut up here. You know, like there's still a line where I, during the editing process, I'm just like any, um, I hear, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. Did you not have something good to say there? You had to say, um, instead. And I just cut that out and everything. (laughs) It's just the worst.
1: I, I, I've tried to be pretty relaxed about that. And I just be, I think just let's, you know, Karen and Georgia, you know, they would do things like, you know, burp, you know, it, while they're recording and leave it in. And I mean, no one's doing that, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm not going to get too OCD about, you know, cutting out every little miss thing. But I, I, I also, if someone I think is not presenting themselves in a good light, then I'll spend a lot of time editing, you know, what they're doing, because I want people to, you know, present themselves well.
0: Yeah, obviously, that's, that's 100% true. Now, for the listener, what number is your My Favorite Murder podcast? What number is it so that they can go listen to it?
1: I, I'm not sure that I remember the number.
0: Can they find it just type in My Favorite Murder Milwaukee?
1: Yeah, it's the Milwaukee live show in May of 2019.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: i to cough one second.
0: Go ahead. Cough <laughs> into the mic. That'd be great, actually.
1: <laughs> I, I keep doing this thing. My poor son, so my adult son is living with us now. And he's seen me do this more than once, where you ever do this, you take a sip, and then you have to cough? All the time. And then what you, what's in your mouth, you spit out across the table.
0: Oh, so it's, just <laughs> a, it's just a full on spit take.
1: Well, yeah, because you take a sip and you have to cough. Where else is that liquid supposed to go? So I've done this to him. I did it to him like two weeks ago. I had just taken like a pretty big sip of coffee and coughed. And literally spewed out across the table. Yeah. Um, and he was just mortified that I did that. And apparently I, I didn't cough when I did it the other time. We were tailgating and they gave me shots. They thought it would be fun to see mom get drunk. Mm-hmm. And they gave me a shot and I, I think I spit it out. I know. I know I spit it out. I like literally it was and it was like red for some reason. God knows what it was. And my niece's boyfriend, the poor guy, he's the nicest guy in the whole world. He listens to every one of my podcast episodes, too. Hi, Matt. If you're I'll tell you to listen <laughs> to this one. Poor guy. I probably spit it out onto him. Oh. And and everyone was like, what the fuck what are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. I've been. I there's been times where I've been like on a date and I've almost like choked on food. It's been it's been embarrassing. Where
1: your dates so, had to do the Heimlich
0: on you? Almost, but also like <laughs> it's to the point where I'm like tears are coming down my eyes and I'm like coughing. Someone walking by probably is like, oh that person, that poor person is getting broken up with. Look, like I'm just <laughs> cry right now in this middle of the restaurant. Yeah. Those like sips that you have or those like food that you have that make you cough right away. It's the worst feeling because you feel like. Right.
1: It's so bizarre. Yeah. I've been
0: eating and drinking for how many years? Can right. I not figure it out? Like, what right, am I doing?
1: Right, right,
0: Anytime you yeah. bite your tongue, too, or bite the inside of your lip. That hurts. What? Your teeth have been there the entire time. I know. Why, why does that happen? Why does that happen is right. <laughs> what is going on?
1: Why does it hurt so much?
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> Someone at your ring doorbell?
1: No, that's an alarm. Um, My dog is sick and has to get this medication every eight hours. So that's the alarm that he needs his medication. (laughs) Definitely keep that in the episode.
0: (laughs) Definitely going to keep that in there. I want to keep make sure that they know that your dog is getting its medication.
1: Yeah, I hope he's getting it because I'm up here recording with you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Now, your name is Stacy Nye. Did you ever in like Grade school get picked on and say Bill Nye's your father.
1: Well, that's my married name, Judd.
0: Good point. Good point. <laughs> Since then, <laughs> you.
1: yes. So my my husband's whole life, he's heard that yeah. about Bill Nye, and the irony is that my husband is in fact a scientist. What? So- so Steve Nye is a scientist. Steve we don't Nye have, is a
0: science guy? He is.
1: We don't have nearly the money Bill Nye has. But yeah, Steve Nye is a scientist. And when people say that to him, he, he says something like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, people do still ask me.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. That's, it's not a very
1: common name, right? It's not like you hear no, it that often. No.
0: And also that he's a scientist is pretty crazy. It is, I know. Yeah,
1: and you know, Bill is not a real scientist. What?
0: Is he like a Dr. <laughs> Phil? Is he a good? Do- He's
1: no, no, no. He doesn't. Thomas. He doesn't have a. I don't even think he has a PhD. What? I don't even think he has a master's. Like no,
0: that can't be right.
1: I, I I look it up. I we're
0: gonna I, look this up. I'm gonna edit <laughs> this out of the podcast, but I'm gonna find out <laughs> okay. what what Bill you
1: mean. Now. If you're wrong, you're gonna edit it out of the. Oh podcast? yeah,
0: hundred percent. But if you're right. <laughs>
1: Hey Siri. There you go. Is Bill Nye a scientist? William Sanford Nye, popularly known as Bill Nye the Science Guy, is an American mechanical engineer, science communicator, and television presenter. Would
0: did, you like to hear more? Did you hear that, Judd? Yeah, he's a mechanical engineer.
1: Yes, and a, a what did she say? A science communicator is what she called him. A mechanical engineer is impressive, for sure.
0: He has honorary doctrines from John Hopkins and then Williamette University. So I don't know. Honorary I, documents are people yeah. that they like. They just ones.
1: bestow it onto you. You don't actually go to school for it. So like my husband has a PhD in, in molecular and cell. And then there's some other words in there, biology. Oh. I, ne- I can't ever remember just like four words. And I always say molecular and cell Maybe it's structural. I don't know some science That's like a PhD. Impressive. Oh He's yeah, yeah. More
0: impressive than Bill Nye.
1: But Bill, Bill Nye is the communicator.
0: Yeah, Steve Nye <laughs> is a better science guy. Let's just put Maybe. that on the record. Yeah, I think Steve so. Steve Nye is a better science guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Got it, <laughs> <laughs> Stacey. I'm sure. I'm sure you also heard this all through like the early 2000s and asked if your mom has a got it going on.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Stacy's. Stacy's mom is that what it is yep yeah
0: dealing with all those students must be nice you just have the Bill Nye jokes and then asking <laughs> if your mom's got it going on yeah I mean they, they got material
1: but they're they're older they're a little older
0: <laughs> what's what's the age? well they're college so it's like 18. no no
1: they're graduate students graduates
0: so they're like 20. yeah so they're
1: like in their 20s okay. you know and 20s and 30s and I'm probably like pretty different I'm I'm probably more casual than most of the professors they've had i mean i can get serious and they know yeah. when i'm getting serious but most of the time i'm i'm pretty relaxed i i have like an eye roll that they enjoy seeing you know um yeah. sometimes and i you know like i tell stories and i tell jokes i swear so i i mean i think they like me
0: yeah well i mean it's also psychology so you have to get in yeah. some sort of almost a a zone or or something to talk about like math there's always just a right answer and and you do it this way and then this will come out but psychology you can do it so many different ways that's to, true to come up with the right answer or whether yeah. or not the or
1: one of the right answers yeah, yeah.
0: exactly yeah yeah. Right. yeah it's always something that's, that's in, that intrigued me yeah but uh i can't wrap my head around what goes in my own head so
1: <laughs> well that's why you go to therapy someone else can <laughs> can decide
0: what's in your head for you. That's true. That's true. Or, or you can just vent and try to figure some stuff out. Yeah. Therapy yeah. is always uh, a, a great tool to, to, you know, just find yourself and also uh, uh, get some things off your chest that you can, uh, you know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I have to ask, uh, cause, cause you did start your podcast. Uh, I believe because fame, right. Is that what that we're going for was fame. The, the yes. reason. Fame. Yes, and I did ask you on your podcast what would you do with your money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But my my thing is is what is fame to you? What what do you think would designate I've made it? Stacy and I made it.
1: You know, I think that's a good question because and and like when does it end? Kind of thing. Like I look at my stats each week, and you know, recently I I saw like so there's people in Greece listening to my podcast. And that's, that's pretty like impressive, right? Like there's people in Greece that I don't know, like heard about like your facial reconstruction, you know, or heard about how I met my husband or, you know, all kinds of things. So, so that's both exciting and a little creepy, but right, so, so there's, it's a double-edged sword, but it's all, it's, it's all, it's pretty much good. So fame would be that, I mean, I would love to do like live shows. I'd love to earn money. I'd love to earn a living doing a podcast. I know very few people actually do that. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to um, earn a living doing it. It's very narcissistic, Judd.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, that, you I... know, be recognized. And it's so
0: silly. <laughs> no, that's not it's not silly, though. That's the thing. Like Everybody can tell you that it's silly and it's not. But it's not because it is what you make of it. And Stacey, I would, I would say you can have a live show, you can have a show, a storytelling show. That would be amazing. You know, you could do an event, like, obviously, COVID's right now and and stuff like that. But if you plan it out months in advance and get get a venue and everything like that, and have a storytelling time. Yeah, line up. No, some... I
1: mean, I would want to be invited to
0: do that. Oh, you want to be? You want to be? Oh, okay. That's
1: what fame is—being invited to do that.
0: All right. So, how many how many podcasts have you been on? Been...
1: You're the first favorite murder,
0: and my podcast. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, my favorite murder and my podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in a different order. My my podcast and then yes. my favorite murder. <laughs> so those are, those are the, that's how it should go. With it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're on your way already. You got, you got on my way. You got went, the biggest two that I know down. So,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you good.
1: Yeah, for I sure. I want to,
0: I want to I wanna, uh, know when you make it. I want to be the first I, one. To
1: you're you're going to be the first one I'm going to call. <laughs> All
0: right, perfect. Good. Yeah. That'd be amazing.
1: But, yeah, like, I, I'm worried that it'll never be enough. You know, like, when when will I be able to say, like, this is enough? Mm -hmm. or then what do I stop doing it or do I keep going do I so after I had this thing where I was you know on stage and everyone was like I spent a weekend literally with the Facebook like reading people's comments by the time I got to work on Monday my head did not fit through any doorways I mean I was just like I don't need work like everyone thinks I'm the bomb. You know, like, so that, that would get ugly, you know, if yeah. I got like really famous, you know, I, I worry that it'll I'll become a monster.
0: I feel like you won't though, because you're going to, you're going to have some sort of say, we well, get the psychology part down pretty well that you, that you can train yourself to do that. Ah, <laughs>
1: the psychology. I mean, I, look, I told my students that day, I love my job and I love you all. And, you know, it's very fulfilling. But, you know, if LA calls, I'm out of here. True. <laughs> but yeah, that hasn't happened
0: yet. Yet. And it's going to happen. And <laughs> I say just enjoy it. Just enjoy all yeah. of it. People ask me, you know, like, what would you like out of comedy? What would I like to do out of doing stand up or, or writing or doing any of that? And I say, when I stop enjoying it is when I, I'm going to be finished, whether or yeah. not that's going to be at a peak or a valley, who knows?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, once I, same thing with the podcast, once I, once I stop enjoying, you know, having these interactions, I'll stop doing it. You know?
1: So what do you enjoy about doing your podcast?
0: I, I, I don't, I don't really look at the audience reception much. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this. I enjoy mm-hmm. right now talking to you, it, interacting I, I also enjoy a little bit of the writing process or just like talking and just, just being in the moment and, and talking with a, another person. And sometimes I don't get to sit down with some of those people. Some people are one of my best friends in you know the world. So yeah, the guests are, are make, make me my podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do it without them. And I appreciate every single one of them. So that's why I like the most is guests. Mm-hmm.
1: It's very um, creative too. Like you said, like the writing and, mm-hmm social media and stuff like that like that's
0: that's fun yeah it's a it's a different outlet to have and as much as i you know uh want my podcast to be listened to as much as that but if people haven't heard of my podcast good i'm I'm okay with it you know i'm like Mm -hmm. that's okay to me you know i i know there's so many podcasts out there i just enjoy yeah my Doing this with you and, and i want to thank you for being on here you know i appreciate my it.
1: pleasure yeah. it's been a lot of fun
0: stacy is there anything you want on the podcast that I haven't said yet obviously your tag on social media is the shit that happens the shit to me. that
1: happens to me yeah thank you yeah. very much yeah, yeah. thank I, you I enjoy,
0: I enjoy seeing you if yeah. you ever want to come to the show let me know just like hit me up if you see like hey there's a show hit me up i'll, I'll get you i, I'll get some
1: I would tickets. love to i i want to get vaccinated and then mm-hmm. I will be there. I can't yeah. wait to. And then Obviously. I'm going to go nuts. Once, once, once stand-up I get comes back,
0: yeah. Well, thank you very much. I'm not gonna, sure. Thank you, John. I'm going to. I'm going to let you go. I'm not going to. Your dog needs some vitamins and I know. or <laughs> this antibiotic. Yeah. Antibiotics or whatever <laughs> he needs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, appreciate it. Um, for anyone else listening to Join your Buds, uh, we want to thank you again. And if you ever want to be on the podcast, just let me know, and we can. Set something up through Zoom or six feet apart. But until next time, thank you very much. Judo, I blacked out. I don't know what happened. Hey, Christian noch what's your favorite comedy podcast? Um, I mean, I listen generally to sports podcasts, but if I had to go strictly comedy, I'd go Judd. Your earbuds.